Welcome everyone to episode number 17 of the Best News Ever podcast. Before we begin, I would like to announce that before we hit record, Tina's zipper was open. <laughs> we had a really good laugh about it. And I don't know why she finds it so funny. You don't think that's funny? Like, I remember also one time, I was feeling so beautiful. Oh. It was one of those days, guys, yung parang gandang-ganda ako sa sarili ko. Tapos oh. tumitingin yung mga tayong pala buksan <laughs> super ko. Oh. I'm sure they were looking at you because you were beautiful. But then they <laughs> no, also they got really, like a little nicer prize. Uh, they were really looking at my <laughs> Anyway. Thank Tina you. Ryan, Tina, by the way. Yes, Tina Ryan. Hilarious, <laughs> Tina Ryan. The gift that keeps on giving are Tina Ryan. <laughs> I'm Sam O. So we're going to do something a little different today. I know that we have been doing these conversations based on the Shinchenji Bible lessons. But today, I thought maybe we can read a couple of emails coming from Shinjinji members who want to share their journey with us and just touch on some of the things that they say, you know, the struggles that they went through, how they encountered the Bible class. Um, we all have those. Yeah. Bumabaha na po kami ng emails sa Best News Ever. What? We love it. We love it. Overflowing with the Best News Ever in our inbox. Let's start with an email that is coming from someone named Serge, our brother Serge. His email begins by saying, Dear Sam and Tina, I am Serge from Bohol, but currently working here in Cebu as a private duty nurse. I'm a new member of Shinshinji, as in he joined like July 16th. What? It's still July as we're recording this. Congratulations, so this Serge. Month, oh my gosh. How hot off the press is this? I was in a band as a singer years ago. I didn't really consider myself a bad person, but I wasn't really living a holy life either. I went to church on Sundays, prayed to God sometimes, but when you're in a band, you're always exposed to sin. You know, oh, that, that yeah. life, mm. living that life. But I mean, okay, pause. I guess just to clarify, right? Because maybe there are people out there who are in this industry. We're not generalizing. I was in know. a band. And Were I you in a band? Oh gosh, Which yeah. band was this? I had like a, a few bands what? back I, in the 90s. I did not know yeah. this about you, uh, Tina I, I, Ryan. I, I did have a, I had a band. Which and band I, were you part of? I was part of Kindred Garden. I get where Serge is coming from. Kasama yan sa ano eh. Parang, basta madaming temptations na pagbabanda. I mean, because, you know, you guys are performing in the evenings. That comes with that that lifestyle of being oh, yeah. out and you I've know, seen drinking it. and, mm -hmm. you know, the party scene, basically. Uh -oh. The going out scene. Okay. We're not, we're not saying that, you know, you're in a band equals you're sitting. <laughs> uh -uh. Okay, just to be clear. All right. To continue, I guess my faith journey really started with just a random prayer. I was jogging one time after a series of gigs to detox when I asked God if he could use my talent to spread his kingdom. And voila, right then and there, I met my ex-bandmate from college who was serving in the music ministry of a church in Bohol at that time. We talked while jogging and he asked me if I could join his church's music ministry. And of course I said yes. By the way, talking while jogging? I was just going <laughs> to say, how are you able to do that? You got some powerful lungs there, sir. <laughs> wow. All right. I'm so exhausted just thinking about right. it. You know, if we're jogging together, don't talk to me. <laughs> I'd be like, no, let's stop later. Yeah. 
I got hooked with this church because of the music and the talks about moral teachings during their worship service. I even served and sang in their big events for three consecutive years in Cebu before the pandemic. But right before the pandemic hit, I was offered a job here in Cebu as a private duty nurse. It was like God was propositioning me for what was going to happen. I don't remember if I asked for it in a prayer, but I really needed that job. And if I hadn't gotten it, I cannot imagine how I could have survived the pandemic financially. And I was lucky to be brought to that family where I really got exposed to the Bible because the wife of our patient was really religious and was very generous. It was where I got exposed to evangelical Christians and reading the Bible and praying. So she let us read one chapter of the Bible every night, starting from Genesis, but we never finished the whole Bible because she died a few months after. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. By the way, there are quite a few deaths mentioned in this email, just to give you guys a heads up. It's a pandemic. Pandemic, and he's a nurse, so Alamona, it's part of his job. I still continued to read the Bible and got more into the evangelical Christianity. I would attend online worship services from different churches every Sunday. After more than a year in that house, my father started reaching out to us, and I needed to go home to Bohol. We were a broken family and he left us when we were little. I think him reaching out was his way of saying that he was about to pass away because he died after a month. Oh gosh, okay. I was able to see him before he died but wasn't able to attend his funeral because I went back to Cebu to work for a different patient. My faith in God was strengthened further when I was assigned to a COVID patient at a hospital this time. We were in that hospital for almost three months because my patient's COVID was severe. In the early stage of his COVID, we were isolated in the COVID room for 18 days. During those days, my patient and one of his sons, who was also there with us, prayed the rosary every night and did morning devotions. My relationship with my patient and his family grew deeper during those days because I was the one giving updates to the family on the situation of my patient, who was their father. Mm -hmm. But I especially got closer emotionally and spiritually with my patient. We could talk for hours, even until dawn. He was like the father I never had growing up. When we were transferred to the non-COVID room after 18 days was when things got really difficult for my patient. The COVID symptoms got worse, but we still continued our nightly rosary and early morning devotion with me leading it while he only listened because it was really getting difficult for him to talk because of the breathing device that was attached to him. I remembered one of your episodes on the Narrow Door podcast where the topic was, why is there suffering in the world? But I never questioned God about that. I knew already from reading the Bible and doing devotionals that nobody is exempted from suffering because even Jesus Christ suffered to atone us from our sins. But I did have a question at that time from witnessing my patient's suffering, which was, when will his suffering and pain end? When will suffering in the world end? This was answered when I started studying with Shinshanji. And I also learned that suffering was never even from God, but from the enemy, who was Satan. I also learned that suffering is present because Satan is ruling the world. When my COVID patient died after almost three months, I was assigned to another patient and I've been taking care of her for more than a year now. My work is 24-7 and I only get to take days off when I request for it from the agency once a month. In other words, I'm only staying in one place most of the days of the month and even if the pandemic has mellowed, I am still in pandemic mode since I don't go out of the house often. And that was when I started looking for something else to do. I tried aquaponics, (laughs) exercising, learning the guitar. Pause. Did you, I know this is not a pandemic hobby uh, thing that he's doing. I mean, because he's just stuck in the hospital and trying to find something to do. But did you pick up anything over the pandemic? Oh my gosh, no, we talked about this. 
Well, the biggest thing was that you I know, picked up eating during the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say the biggest thing that we picked up during the pandemic oh, was the Bible study. Yeah, Bible right. study. Did and you're also a plantita. Was that a pandemic thing for you, or were you oh, always yeah. a plantita? No, 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 pandemic. Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. And the kalimba, which I took for maybe two. Do weeks. you actually have? I bought like, one. You do. <laughs> Is that the <laughs> instrument in your band that you play? <laughs> <laughs> Grabe ka hoy singer ako dun sa band ha. Of course, of Grabe course she's the singer. Ka. Tina sings beautifully. Okay. Wow. Kalimba, I should I should bring it out maybe tonight. Play for you. I'm gonna call you. May bagyo na tayo. Okay. Okay. Um basically things that can be done just to fight boredom while here at work i was still able to attend worship service online through youtube but i guess it wasn't enough and there was still a hunger inside of me that could only be filled by god and by studying his word that was the time i started searching for a bible class and i stumbled upon a post on facebook i clicked it and registered immediately and someone from korea messaged me and guided me through the classes here in the philippines I enjoyed it at first, but when I leveled up to the higher level lessons, doubt started to kick in about whether Shintenji was really legit, especially when we reached the lessons where our instructor revealed the physical entities of the parables. And from being exposed to the other worship services I attended before, I was looking for the moral teachings and quote unquote milk for infant believers, which there wasn't much of in the class since we are already given the quote unquote solid, solid food. I even searched the internet and saw a couple of negative comments and videos about Shinchenji. But even with these doubts, I continued attending the classes, and one lesson struck me when our instructor, Insta-Harry! Hi, Insta-Harry! <laughs> Shout out! Spoke about the Bereans and encouraged us to be like them in searching for the truth. So, no Narodor podcast days pa to, like, Instructor Harold was all about this verse. He's talking about Acts chapter 17, verse 11, where it says that the Bereans were of noble character because they received the message with eagerness and then they checked the scriptures every day to verify. Okay, yeah, you guys we like were say, telling me, we Berean ka. Oh, diba, diba? And I even remember um, we had shirts made at that time with our life verses on it. And this was Instructor Harold's. So, I didn't get a shirt on. Because you weren't part of the podcast yet. Whatever. Yeah, you weren't cool yet, <laughs> Tina. <laughs> to continue with the email, but Satan doesn't give up easily either. At one point while studying, I just felt depressed and felt really tired to even do anything, and my studies were affected. I missed a couple of classes on the advanced level, which made me want to quit. But thankfully... Our evangelist called me and asked how I was doing, and I told him my situation. And it was a relief for me that someone reached out and was willing to listen. I continued with the classes and took the exam and was able to pass over by God's grace. I'm not yet perfect and still have a long way to go. I still even review the past lessons just to be sealed. Your podcast, The Narrow Door, and The Best News Ever. Yes, I guess I'm also a Dorito. Aww. And he thought that Road to Revelation was great. That series that we did Aww. on the Narrow Door podcast. Um, all of these things have really helped me in finding the truth and understanding the lessons further. Thanks to the instructors, instructors Harry, Abby, and instructor Aaron. And to both of you and many of your guests on the podcast. Today, I am still in awe of God's goodness in allowing me to know the prophecies and their fulfillment. And now allowing me to be a part of the work for its completion. To the students of ZCMC, just keep on fighting and overcoming 
There will be struggles along the way because the enemy is still working. But remember Romans chapter 8, verse 31. If God is for us, who can be against us? Again, thank you very much, Tina and Sam. You may not know it, but you have been a big part of my Shinshinji journey. God bless and keep fighting. Sincerely, your brother in faith and a certified good Samaritan from Bohol, Serge. P.S. I have been trying to work on uh, one of the basic duties, which is evangelism. Can you please talk about this and share some tips on how to evangelize without sounding too preachy or self-righteous? Thank you again. Thank you, Serge. This is an amazing email. Serge, you just completed my week. Wow. What? Eh, guy, what typhoon is it? No. Mm. Oh my gosh, evangelism. Um, uh, Oh, you can think about that a little bit. Oh. We can touch on other things um, that are in his email, and he has a lot. Oh, yeah. Yung, um, yung death lang, no? For, okay. I'm so sorry. Oh. I'm so sorry for all of the loss that you experienced over the pandemic. I mean, even us, diba, we heard yeah. news of people we knew who got COVID and very sadly, you know, passed away. And that was really hard. And so... Depressing. Yeah, yeah. And I... Yeah, you know what? And I feel like parang talaga yung Bible study was great timing. Because I was kind of... Medyo nagkaroon ako ng dark moment during the pandemic. Oh my gosh. I think the pandemic was not easy on anyone. But you're right. I think if you were one of those people who lost, again, you know, a lot of loved ones Uh during that time... It must have been a much darker time. And Serge, being a nurse, he was basically surrounded, surrounded by that stuff. Surrounded, because But speaking of death, I think also, as you were, I think, trying to say, when we started learning about the Bible and what it says about death and all that, for me anyway, parang it really changed the way I looked at death. Because we even learn about how death is even a thing. When really, God didn't design us to die. And honestly, I used to, just the word death scares me. I used, parang, I didn't even like, when I think about, when I think about me dying, I'm like already getting depressed and I'm like, start, I start to think, ano ba, am I going to die a slow and painful death? But I think of it different now. Mm. It's, it doesn't scare me as much anymore. Even aging doesn't scare me anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks to the Bible study. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we learned that, number one, I, th- I think as human beings, we have lived for thousands of years thinking that death was, of course, the obvious and natural thing. That is what people do. At some point, we all die. But through learning about the Bible we came to the understanding that no, number one, God did not create us to die. Mm -hmm. God is a God of life. Mm -hmm. Um, Death, the scriptures tell us, is the result of sin. Mm. And so, and this is something that you probably should sit with because I had to sit with it as well. But if the plan of God is that in the end, he is going to take care of the problem of sin because you know, Satan will be caught, you know, will be captured, put away and all that stuff. Locked in the abyss. Yeah. And we are also being given the revealed word that can cleanse us of this sin and we are going to be reconnected back to God. Will death still be a thing? No, we're not. Just going to leave that hanging. Uh Yeah. We can leave that hanging. 
But these are the things that you find out when you go deep into the Bible and start learning about it. So I think definitely for all of us in Shinjinji, there's been a complete paradigm shift with death. Totally. And yeah. just going back to Serge's email, we're just so happy that despite of the struggles that you had, that you continued on with the classes. Mm. And that's really, even as Serge pointed out, you know, a huge credit for that goes to the evangelists, the instructors, all of the people in the class who are there to support. help and guide and support the students because you can really feel how they're really pouring out all their efforts so that the students can hang on mm -hmm. and just kind of see this whole thing to the end. Uh -huh. Another thing that struck me, I think, with Serge's email, a lot of the people who write to us say that you know, I was I was doing all the things that you're supposed to do in the faith life, but there was still something that wasn't quite quenched. Like there was still like that hunger and the missing thirst. piece. Oh, oh, may something parang nakulang. And it's funny because in the Bible, the word is sometimes figuratively expressed as water, right? Uh -huh. Or like food. Mm -mm. And what I realized also was. Until I started hearing the word and studying the Bible, I didn't even realize I was hungry or thirsty. Parang, uh, parang I was like, you know, okay na. Uh -uh. Happy na ako dito. I'm, uh -uh. I'm fine. And I think, yeah, some people like Serge will like keep seeking for something because they feel like something's kulang. But then there's also people like me na parang until I started hearing the word, I didn't even know I was hungry. So you're saying na uh, as you were studying, as you were studying, in the process of studying, mm. hindi mo inaakala na you're gonna be taking it in, taking it all in. Yeah, like I didn't realize that I was missing something in my faith life uh, this much. You know? Mm -mm. Maybe because I also just did not have a basis of comparison or something. I don't know. Oh my know. gosh, compare mo naman yung ano, faith life mo dun sa journey ko before na talagang pabanjing banjing. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But also, maybe that's also, with how your journey played out, was also maybe a symptom of being hungry and thirsty because you just were not satisfied. Yeah, I was, like Surge. Yeah. It was just not, uh, it wasn't, I wasn't uh, filled. Parang kulang ng dessert. Parang dessert talaga. Parang extra rice patties. He left us with a question in the end of his email asking for tips on evangelizing. Not that we're experts at this. I'm or super not up. Like the other day, I'm going to passport. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Because <laughs> there's Lola who asked. And then we started talking. Oh. What did she ask you? Um. Ano ba tinanong nila? No, kasi parang nagmamadali sila dun sa lalagyan ng box. Oh. Um, so, so many, kasi may appointment ka na ngayon, di ba? Pupunta ka. So, people started putting their uh, forms on top of each other. Na parang, sabi ko, uy, teka lang, baka yung mga nauna matabunan. Gets mo? Mm. So, binaliktad ko. Mm. Para ano, uh, by ano pa rin order. Right, right. And then, so she started talking about that. And then I, like, parang briefly lang, Wanted to ask her, 
nai ano ka, katoliko ka. Kasi she mentioned something about, ano eh, living in Europe, tapos nagahanap siya ng parang church, something mm. like that. I think from there, pwede ka mag-start. Or, oh, just striking up conversations oh, with... Oh, like, anong religion mo, nai? Saan ka, mga ganun? Uh-huh. I think I've, st- I've, I've uh, done a few of those, parang I so, sort of inserted yung mga Bible passes na, mm. na, na I went through, mga ganun. And then, like, do you pass her a link or something like that? Oh. And tell her to oh. register if you'd Or, like, like you know, papasok ko yung dati, narrow door. Oh. I do a podcast. Mm. Mm. Ganun. Tapos, mabenta kita. <laughs> <laughs> and this is something that you get more comfortable the more you do it. Kasi, di ba, at first, parang nahihiya ka pa eh. Oo, oh, eh. Di ba, like, dati tayo, talk, let's talk about Jesus, huh? Bye. <laughs> Ganun. Yeah, like you're wondering, like, oh my goodness, how do I segue into that? Uh-oh. And, you know, but I think the more you do it, the easier it gets. And it really could be anybody. And you start looking out for opportunities mm. to be able to do that in just like the most random parts of your day. And I'm queen of random, I swear. I think when I read this part of Serge's email, I thought about this quote that I really, really liked. And I think most times people attribute it to St. Francis of Assisi, but apparently it's a misquote. I'm not sure. What so is it? I don't know, but I'm just going to put that out there. I don't know if it's really him. But the, the quote goes, preach the gospel at all times and when necessary, use words. So it's like... People can see when something changes you and mm. you you start making changes in your own life. And when people see that, they get curious and they want that kind of positive change for themselves as mm. well. So I always found it to be more effective when instead of like telling people to do this and that, you just kind of like showed them mm. through just, your oh, life. Your actions. Yeah. Oh. I would think that the first step would be to get yourself right with God first. You know, get your life straight and right first because people see that stuff. Uh-huh. I think though, now that I am with this church, Shinchanji, and we are now testifying about, you know, the fulfillment of the prophecies and whatnot, I think there is parang an urge now to really speak about it too. Right? Um, so it can be things like, yeah, passing along a link to the seminar that's going to happen mm-hmm. or inviting people to the Bible class. Because in this time and age, in the plan of God, we are supposed to talk about it. Gosh, but you know, Serge, again, he is like literally a brand spanking new member of the church. Oh so I think just the fact that you're even trying to do this and writing us about your journey and wondering how you can do a better job of evangelizing, not worried about you, <laughs> not that we're in a position to worry about anyone but ourselves, being family new members ourselves. But I think this is amazing, Serge, and congratulations and welcome to Shinchenji. Let's move on to our second email. Are you ready? I'm Do you so want to read this ready. one? Hey, best newscasters ever. My name is Ange, and I'm actually from the U.S., and I came to Shinchinji because of a random Facebook message. Hello, the U.S. I, like Doe, 
just watched episode 13. By the grace of God, was blown away by the teachings of each class. Ah, because Doe was someone who wrote to us and we read that on episode 13 mm-hmm. is what she means. Okay. The best part of my day was to study and I came hungry each day to learn more and more. Ah, oh, naman tayo sa hungry. Mm. I graduated with 106,000 class. And when I say I was so joyful and excited... It's an understatement. Okay, so she means that she was part of that graduating class where we had that 100,000, 6,000 graduates. I recently invited my mom and a few friends to the classes. My heart was broken as my mom went through revelation because her health got the better of her. She wasn't able to grasp everything, having to miss class from time to time due to surgeries and just being in pain. Oh my gosh, sorry about that. She eventually broke trust in the teachings. Only recently getting serious about God, she began to fall away. I was really hoping to share this journey in faith with my mom fully. Because of the events that took place, we got a lot closer, but also grew further apart at the same time. I love her so much, so I continue to pray, but I also feel that I now have a small insight into how God feels when we walk away from Him and don't take our relationship with Him seriously. All glory to God because she still listens to the smaller lessons, I sent her a link to your podcast as another venue to help her heart heal. Thank you for what you do as your podcast has also helped build my faith too. I don't live near any of the churches, so I can only attend online. I love my SJ family, but can't help but feel alone sometimes because I'm so scattered brain. Hmm. To anyone listening who's going through hardship, remember the word. Take yourself back to the beginning and keep going. We can do it. Grace and peace be with you. Thank you again. Many prayers and blessings to you. Ange. Ange. Ange from the U.S. Mm. Thank you for writing to us. Scattered brain. That is my <laughs> middle you. name. So That's Ange, the first thing that you're... Scattered brain. I'm with you, Ange. She's my new bestie. <laughs> Man, I would love to share this faith life with my mom. I totally understand where Ange is coming from. Mm. By the way, I'm so sorry to hear about the declining health of your mother and what she had to deal with through her time studying. Um, but yeah, I would, I, I really like dream about that day when not only my mom, but yeah, just the whole family will come to this understanding and live this faith life with me. And I think that is one of the promises that I'm holding on to as well as I keep this faith life that if I do that, until the end, then the people that I love will be brought to this understanding as well. Which you've told me many times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is really one of the biggest things that I'm holding on to. So I feel for Ange also because Wolado Malapit the church in her area. Right, but right. There's an era of Zoom. So at least um, in a way, she still she still can uh, join us. Yeah. Actually, this is something that the hosts of Straight from the Horse's Mouth podcast were talking about. Hi, guys. Yeah, because you're right. During the pandemic, there were people who came to the Bible study and learned about Shinchenji and the teachings purely online. Mm -hmm. They did not have that experience of going to church and meeting the people in the church, which is what we did as well. Um, It was only like after the pandemic eased that we started having those experiences as well. I think for the people who were already practicing in the churches and, you know, doing all of that stuff face to face, uh 
then went through the pandemic, also just had a different experience, uh-huh. kind of now again, having to transition back to uh-huh. how things used to be. So like, if you want like insider conversations like that about the church, that is the podcast, <laughs> straight from the horse's mouth. But how do you feel? I mean, because Ange is just not anywhere near a church. And so I'm assuming from this email, she still does everything online uh-huh. because we got to transition to going to a physical church and meeting our um, fellow church members. That was quite exciting to me. Yeah. Uh, to meet uh, the sis- the brothers and the sisters and SEJ. Yeah. I, yeah, it was pretty, uh, I, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, Not to rub it in, Ange, <laughs> but I think what we do here on the podcast as well, because I mean, if you think about it, the only way that the number of churches will increase is if this message gets spread more Uh-oh. and more and people start hearing about it and they understand the fulfillment of the New Testament Bible and then a gathering, that is when the churches will also rise in those areas, right? So here's to hoping that what we do here, you know, as, as little as this podcast may be, We'll reach out a million of... Th- we'll no, contribute a little bit to a church coming to you soon, Ange. Oh, you know, a church coming to you soon. Yeah, I hope you hang in there. I'm sure it's not easy to, you know, have this experience to this day, just be purely online. But I have no doubt that the day is coming when you will meet people physically and go to a church. And if you do come fly back here, oh my gosh, we'd love <gasps> to see you here us. at the Manila Church. Yeah. Thank you so much though for giving us encouraging words at the end of your email, despite all of the challenges that you yourself are going through. And we will be praying for you as well. And yeah, that is the episode today. We got to sit down and go through your stories and share some of our experiences on this journey as well. This was fun. I like this. Yeah. We should do this like once a month. Once a month. Mm-hmm. So then the emails will have to keep coming. Because we're already getting flooded, Shaw. <laughs> um, please, but please do. We love, love, love hearing from you. And I think we are hearing back from our brothers and sisters as well. Because as they hear these stories and how all these people are encountering the word in different ways and all the challenges that they're overcoming, it gives them so much strength as well. We ripple effect, man. Yeah. yeah. So let's keep that going. Best news ever podcast at gmail.com is the email address. And, and so with that, we want to say stay dry because mm-hmm. there's another typhoon coming. If you're in the Philippines, yes, that is. Indeed. But yes, wherever you may be in the world, please take care. I'm sure you hear it said quite often that this is a time when you should be taking care of yourself physically mm. as well. Very much. So please do that and hang in there and we'll see you on the next episode of this podcast. Bye.